Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode number 10. We made it to the double digits. Episode number 10 of the Tom Talks podcast. It is I, your host, once again, Tom. We're drinking, as we always are. Yeah, it's all right. It's twisted tea. Twisted tea light, to be more specifically. It's okay. Nothing great. But, um,. Uh, I was going to talk about free agency, but Zack Snyder's Justice League dropped. And I want to spend this podcast episode talking about it. Because honestly, if you haven't been living if you've been living under a rock, you would know exactly why Zack Snyder's Justice League is a big fucking deal. But but I will fill those in who do not know. So, before it, the 2017 release of the Justice League, Zack Snyder was the one directing that movie beforehand, obviously. But, unfortunately, he had a personal tragedy. I believe his daughter committed suicide. And so, he had to leave that production during, like, I guess, I think he was, like, halfway done or pretty close to getting done. So, after that, after he leaves... The Warner Brothers hires Joss Whedon, and then he fill, he uh, figures out everything. He does his film interpretation of the Justice League. Uh, he like cuts out everything. He he cuts out everything. He, he does reshoots. That's how we have the famous Henry Cavill terrible sage, Henry Cavill mustache terrible CGI cover up. And uh, yeah, so. 2017 Justice League just turned out to be a terrible shit movie. And a lot of us, like a lot of fans, including myself, were very disappointed in watching it. It was completely different from what Zack Snyder's Justice League really is now. And looking back on the 2017 Joss Whedon edition, it is basically trying to make the Justice League into being the Avengers. Like more lighthearted, more haha funny comedy. When it his when Zack Snyder's other films weren't really that lighthearted. Like Man of Steel wasn't that lighthearted. Batman v Superman. Say what you want about that. I'm not really here to judge this that movie right now, but it was more the to- the darker tone, the dark and gritty, which I think a lot of people I don't know if a lot of people liked the difference in that but i think i thought it was like a nice different pace from marvel trying to separate themselves from marvel but anyway let's just talk about Zack snyder's justice league this is a spoiler review episode i'm telling warning you right now do not listen to this episode don't come back until you watch it it, it i personally yeah so just don't come do not listen to this episode right now if you haven't seen Zack Snyder's Justice League. And we're going to start in 3, 2, 1. So obviously, one of the big storylines of it is that it's 4 hours long and 2 minutes. 4 hours and 2 minutes to be more precise. Um, a lot of this, some of the scenes were the same in the beginning. Like, the beginning's a lot more flushed out. But, and then even... Eventually, you know, he tries to recruit everybody. 
But I don't want to talk about. I'm not. I don't want to go scene by scene. I want to just describe overall what Joss means. Just that I guess I my mind's all over the place. I'm sorry. I'm like I know I'm like stuttering or whatever, but it's really hard to review this movie because. It's obviously much better than Joss Whedon's Justice League, but it's not the greatest superhero film ever. And I think that will leave some people very disappointed. So if you think if you think this is going to be like the greatest superhero film of all time, you are in a, for a terrible, situa- terrible situation. But honestly, I'm happy. I'm happy about this movie. So... Two of the like two of the biggest thing like some of the biggest things is that Cyborg didn't have much going on in the first edition like Joss Whedon edition he was just like a moody character for like it's seemingly no reason but in this film he has a much more better character arc he actually has like a backstory he has like things goes through like how he got turned into a robot what happened to his mom. And, and what the backstory of why he hates his dad. So uh, they did. He did a great job with Cy- the cyborg. And I think the yeah the actor definitely said he was the the actor Ray Fisher definitely approves of this movie. And another big improvement of the movie is that the Flash is a more likable character. I feel like in the other le- in the other movie it was he wasn't that. It's not that he wasn't likable, but his humor was like more forced than anything. The Flash, I think, the Flash in this movie provides like the right type of uh, like the right amount of humor. Like, because a lot of Marvel movies are just like you know sometimes like humor left and right. Da da da. I mean, not all of them, but like mostly Guardians of the Galaxy. It's like more so humor left and right. But the Flash is he's really like the main humor character and there's some other things that i i chuckled at that were kind of funny from other characters but it was mostly like the flash who was the uh most humor-esque type of person in the movie um what else like i said story's more flushed out but the downside of that is that there could have been things that he could have cut out to make to make it, I would say, maybe 30 minutes shorter. It could have been like three and a half hour, maybe 40 minutes, so like 320. So like the length is obviously like the biggest thing, but un- but another thing that's a great benefit for the movie is that it looks so much better. Like Zack Snyder has a certain way of directing. He likes to use a lot of, uh, I guess, darker backgrounds for most of his films and and that's what definitely what happened here like he a lot of the uh joss whedon justice league uh movie he has like he re re-edited everything to have like a lighter background for like most of the film while in Zack snyder's well it it does it right like i felt like the darker background the darker tone just set just made the movie right i think it gave it the right tone uh, the music in this movie was a little much. Like certain scenes, I felt like they did they didn't need that didn't need scenes and a lot of slow mo, slow mo action not action scenes but slow motion like different scenes like for example like the Aquaman when he 
returns and Sue goes back to Atlantis, I think for the first time in the beginning of the movie. Like there's like a he's like does like a slow motion walk, I think, or was it a I just like the ocean takes him like in a slow motion type of way. And I just I just I mean I I don't have an issue with that. I mean I like the slow motion stuff that he does. Like in three hundred he does like the the after when the main Spartan guy does the kick. Uh I like the when the person fell falls into that hole. I like that slow motion, but he does it there's like multiple scenes where there's a lot of slow motion going on, and it's just there's some of it is unnecessary. Steppenwolf, uh, who is the main villain of the movie, he looks a lot better. He just he's more of a presence. He's more I don't know what the word I'm not terrifying, but like he's more like he's a better villain. Not only he looks better, but we know the reason why he does what he does to get the three mother boxes. Supposedly, I mean, not really no, but like, supposedly, he disappointed Darkseid, who is, spoiler in the movie, and he's badass as fuck. Uh, he disappoints, Steppenwolf disappoints Darkseid, and he wants, he's try, and Steppenwolf is trying to make it right. So apparently he needs to conquer like 10,000 worlds, and and Earth, and he needs the three mother boxes in order to summon, I guess, summon Darkseid and like summon more of the uh, parademons. So he gets the first two and the from the Amazonian island, which is a, which that honestly that's a badass fight scene, and I'm I'm gonna talk about more about that a little later. And and the Aquaman and underwater in the Aquaman, I guess the Aquaman hideout, which again that was another. That was more of a badass scene than what it was in the first film. Amber Heard, fuck that bitch, still did a decent job. But, uh, yeah, so after he gets two of them, he looks for the third one. He doesn't know where the third one is. And obviously, like, the Justice League is trying to uh, bring back Superman as one of the uh, plot, like, one of the, the many things that's going on in this movie. Superman needs to be brought back to life. And turns out that Cyborg had the uh, third mother box. And so they bring him back to life with uh, Cyborg in the Flash. The Flash uses his super speed as, he, as soon as he touches the mother box. And Superman's buried like, in the water. He zaps him back to life. And he's not himself. And what I liked was that in the first film, Steppenwolf got it from that uh, Kryptonian ship. The in the first movie, he got it from the ship, but in this, in Zack Snyder's version, like they, the Justice League actually tries to like defend it. So Cyborg's dad takes it, goes into the, his lab, heats it on purpose, and then it kill, but it kills him. Even though Steppenwolf gets it from the lab, like its sacrifice wasn't in vain. So they. So they figure out where the third uh, mother box is going, and figures out where that's where that his hideout is with him, with Steppenwolf, and all the parademons. And they do, and they, and that battle scene. I don't remember it was somewhere in Russia, but that battle scene makes more sense now because they actually have a, they actually go over like a plan beforehand, and then they go, and then after that, after the plan, they go in and they kick ass, and that is a much better fight scene. In there than what we got the first in the first film, and 
it's crazy because now they all actually seem to serve a purpose. Like Batman seems more of a badass. He's he's like throwing his gadgets. He's using the gun. He's using like the Parademons weapons against them. Flash is going. Flash is doing his thing. Uh, Aquaman's more badass. Cyborg is doing a lot, and he ha and his character arc moment comes within like trying to separate the three mother boxes. And flat and before we before the Flash uh gets to uh I'm trying to, sorry I'm like stuttering I'm like stuttering over my own words fuck. So Cyborg is basically trying to like separate the three mother boxes from coming together. And the Flash is, like, building up. He's trying to go, like, faster than the speed of light. But then he gets hurt by one of the parademons shooting him. So then he tries to start up again. And then he does get there. And then before uh, Steppenwolf, before that happens, and before Steppenwolf, like, tries to stop Cyborg, Superman steps in, and they kick his fucking ass, which is amazing. So it's like the... And then while Superman and, like, all of them are kicking ass... Uh, the Flash is like built. Uh, Flash is like recovering, and Cyborg is like, and so when Cyborg, Cyborg is like trying to separate in the mother box, and uh, it's basically like a vision of like himself, like his human self, and his parents saying, like trying to convince him, like, hey, come back, come with us, you're free now, and then Cyborg has like this revelation of like, oh, I don't need to hate myself for what my parents did. I don't need to be mad anymore. He's like, fuck, basically saying, fuck you, and then just. You know, I guess he separates them, and they save the day. And then, honestly, all of, all of them have bad, badass Like, they have, all have badass scenes, fighting-wise. Um, I know I'm, like, sort of, like, hopping all over the place, but, like, Wonder Woman, in the beginning, like, when she tries to save the uh, children in that building, like, she has more of a fight scene. Uh, Aquaman has more of a better fight scene, like, when they're fighting the Parademons, and then, and then the best, in my opinion, the best part, other than Superman coming back and beating Steppenwolf's ass, is after they rescue, after the Flash and Cyborg team up and do their thing, they separate the mother boxes, and they, there's this portal where, I guess, they, where Darkseid and the others were, were supposed to cross through, and before they can do that, I think Superman beat punches him to the uh punches him hard enough and then Wonder Woman just comes up from over the top, cuts Steppenwolf's head off, and the head goes through the portal, and Darkseid's just like, God damn it, he just crushes Steppenwolf's head. I'm just like, holy fucking shit. And speaking of Darkseid, he we need to know, we need more of a Snyderverse. With Darkseid as the main villain. I he's not in this movie a lot, but his presence is more scarier than I thought it actually would be. Like to me, he's a lot more scarier than Thanos whatever was. And I know it's a lot only for like one film and not much of it, but I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the actor or like how they have him like not as big of a role. But yeah, like what I was saying, Dark Side is just a fucking badass, and I want more Dark Side. So overall, like I, I love, and I wouldn't say I love the film. I, it was a good experience. It was a good film. I'm happy that Zack Snyder got his vision out into the world, where we could experience what he, what his vision was, and a lot of, 
it's both good and a bad thing about the whole four hours. About this movie being four hours and two minutes. The good, I think, is explains more story. It flushes out more of the back, more characters. Like, for example, Cyborg and Flash have a more of a backstory in this movie. And Zach, and we got to see Zack's vision. But, honestly, it also comes with some bad, too. And the bad things, I think, are, it's like, there's too, like I said earlier, too many slow motion scenes. This movie could have cut, like, a lot of unnecessary scenes from, like, another 30, 40 minutes. And, uh, and now I'm, like, thinking, I've been thinking about this movie. I saw it on Thursday when it came out. I definitely feel like, um, this could have been the just this Justice League should have been a live action series and not a long ass movie. Like they should have went the Marvel route and like having each character have their own movie at first, and then bringing bringing them together for the Justice League and and then do that as a either a live action series Justice League or doing like different parts. I actually no, I don't think that would work because they can't do like I don't think they could have done what what Marvel did, like with like three, four, five different Avenger movies. So I think a live action season one would have been better. And then like they could have a couple more movies and then do like a live action and then do like Justice League season two and then so on and so forth. I think that would have been a better combination for them for uh DCEU but unfortunately I don't think it's going to go any further because Affleck's I don't think we're going to get another Affleck Batman movie. We're not going to get I think Ezra Miller is, got kicked out of Flash. Ray Fisher is not going to come back because of him accusing Joss Whedon of racism even though Joss Whedon is a piece of shit and I think they all deserve I think they all deserve their their Zack Snyder universe. But it's just unfortunate. I just, from what I'm seeing, it's, I'm not optimistic about them all getting their movies or TV series that they want. But I, we can only be hopeful. And honestly, overall, I give this movie like it's tough. I don't want to give it like I don't want to do like halves. Like so, it's between a seven and an eight, like a high seven and a low eight to me. So, and that's all I really have for today. Thanks for listening. And if you're watching on YouTube, please like, comment, subscribe. Or if you're watching on Odyssey, which I will talk about a little bit later, um, check me out and listen on Spotify. Thank you. Have all, thank you all. Have a nice day.